Israel is a land of diverse cultures, religions, foods, music and people. Join Benji Shulman for the next hour as he explores the devout and divine, the off the wall and outrageous and everything in between. Right here on 101.9 High FM. You're listening to 101.9 High FM. I'm Benji Shulman and this is the New Blue Review. Welcome to the pre-Pesach lockdown New Blue Review show. Hope everyone is doing well and is uh, very happy with uh, how they've been doing. Uh, we've had a proper official lockdown for what, a week now? Is it a week? I think it is. Feels like a week. Uh, <clears throat> feels like a lot longer. Uh, and I think people have maybe started getting into the basics of how to do some of this stuff. And uh, now we have Pesach to handle as well, uh, which should be uh, an extra, a lot of fun. I think uh, different Pesach, obviously, this year. And a lot of people thinking about how they're going to do Pesach a bit differently without perhaps the, the people who they normally would get to do it uh, with. Uh, but nonetheless, there's been some great uh, responses in the community to some of these uh, issues. <clears throat> we have, for example... Uh, seen a, a huge uptick in people learning how to do seders on the Pesach side and some uh, a lot of stuff happening online and also some really good uh, humanitarian assistance. Uh, I see mosques are becoming a big deal. Uh, Kadena, who we spoke to uh, some time back, uh, are, are launching a campaign to uh, sew their own masks. I see that uh, similar thing being launched by Africa Tikkun. On the medical mask side, not the non-medical side, uh, I see that uh, masks fall uh, is doing a campaign as well, and, and they've been raising money. So lots of uh, mask-related stuff. So maybe I'll do a mask show uh, next week. But we're going to be talking about that today. Today we'll be talking about just making sure that uh, you survive the lockdown, not just in one piece, but maybe uh, a little bit better uh, and give you some tips and techniques for uh, coping with and uh, and supporting yourself whilst you are in this phase. And uh, two people who are going to be helping us. One uh, after the break is going to be Elliot Black. He is uh, he is from the Israeli Trade Office, and uh, he is the man that you want to spend a lockdown with. Let me tell you, um, everything from c- cybersecurity expert to uh, exercise aficionado to nutritionist to guy who loves music and film. So he really is the kind of person who you want to be able to chill out with. And we're going to be getting some tips and tricks from him about uh, what you can do to make sure that you are doing uh, your lockdown nice and safely. Uh, and then after that, we are going to be talking books because, uh, you know, books are still there. Uh, even if the internet is down because it's raining and you can't watch Netflix and the radio is not working and it's Shabbos or, uh, you know, we've got Pesach, which is at least 48 hours. It might even be 72. Is it a three-day yonta this time around? Uh, could be. So books are a great option. So uh, we're going to be talking to author Jonathan Anser, who is author and a book critic, and uh, just talking to him about what books are out there, what's been going on, what has he been reading, uh, so that maybe you have an opportunity to uh, think about what you could be reading for the next couple of weeks whilst we're doing uh, the lockdown. So that is what's going to be on the show for today. Please, if you want to be part, ask any of our guests any questions, you're more than welcome to. You can SMS us on 345 one nine, or you can uh, telegram us oh six one eight nine five one eight one nine one zero one nine, and uh, you can also just tweet us at chayfm. Very happy to take uh, any of your calls in in the next uh, in the next fifty minutes. So that's uh, yeah, that's what's all coming up. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking to Elliot Black. 
This is the new Blue Review with Benji Shulman. Uh, 101.9 Hi FM, I'm Benji Shulman, and this is the new Blue Review. With a minor link change there, I do apologize. Now, as promised during the break, uh, I have online with me Elliot Black. Uh, if the name sounds familiar, it's that because often I have to interview his wife. Uh, but uh, today I get to interview him, which is uh, really, really nice. Elliot works at the trade office uh, for the Israeli embassy, does uh, a lot of work in that. But that's not exclusively why we have him on the show today. We have him just because he's the kind of guy who you want to be in a lockdown with. And uh, he knows all sorts of great stuff to help keep you um, entertained and uh, on your toes in the next two weeks. So, uh, Elliot, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with us on 101.9 High FM. Thank you very much for having me here today, Benji. Uh, so to get into it first off, um, you know, one of the things that we're seeing, obviously, with the lockdown is a lot of focus online. Um, but with that comes a lot more uh, of security risks that people could be having whilst they are, are doing these sorts of things. You're, you're uh, very focused on cybersecurity. What are the sort of things that people should be thinking about and looking out for? Uh, now that they're moving online for some of uh, these activities? Well, the things people should be especially responsible for at the moment um, are not new things that have only come about since we've been uh, on lockdown at home for the coronavirus. But they're things that are definitely more important now that we are working out of single locations, now that we are doing more of our work and self-management off of our own personal devices. So, device security becomes an even more important thing. And device security is, of course, something that most people will really neglect, even though we know that we are supposed to be responsible for it. And by device security, I mean protecting any connected device, any device connected to the Internet, being be it a, a computer phone, smartwatch, uh, or, you know, even a smart fridge or any IoT device you have in your house, making sure that once you connect it to the Internet, it's only connected to the right places, to the right things, and in a safe way, so that people are not going to be able to use it to trick you, to gain any of your assets or data, or more importantly, to use it as a way to get into different accounts, your email accounts, your online banking accounts, um, in any sort of way. As such, uh, and one of, and one one of, of the, the basics of, of, of that is, is just, it's not actually as complicated as you might think. Just change your password. Absolutely. I mean, most people will have about the, I mean, the official numbers, people have about 45 online accounts and 95% of people will have one single generic password between them. And of course, it's no surprise that the most common passwords are the word password, one, two, three, four, very simple passwords that don't really protect your devices. And so changing your password regularly is a very, very important thing to do. It's something that will help you both before and one and after, you know, any uh, any sort of malicious cyber attack um, or source may have access to your device or your emails, and it disallows them to continue using it. So one of the, if, if Benji, I could give an example of one of the very simple ways people, you know, a hacker or a hacking company might use access to your email. And I want to give an example because most people think, oh, you know what, I don't work in high tech. I, I don't have many things on my computer. What could anyone really get hold of? 
So one of the most common things that a hacker will do, the most common attacks, is to gain access using a password to one of your accounts or your email and then be able to run programs on an email account to be able to pick up on different keywords like proof of payment or bank transfer or the name of a bank. And once that happens, a hacker will then get an alert in his computer that your email, which is one of many, many that he has his programs running on, has suddenly, you know, had this email, this correspondence going between it. And they can then act as if they are you or as if they are a bank. They can play man in the middle to basically trick their way into perhaps a financial bank transaction, perhaps getting into an online account or something which you may not have any idea about until you later pick up on it. And this is a really easy, you know, very easy thing to do. And now these hackers, they're not like uh, hackers that we would think of 20, 30 years ago, you know, serious computer geniuses sitting in a dark cell. This is a very easy thing to do that someone doesn't need to be a, a coder to do this sort of cybercrime and changing your passwords, you know, once every couple of months is a very easy way to throw them off this and to keep you secure so people can't take advantage of your online activity in that way. But how in the world does anyone remember 45 different passwords? Well, there are lots of very affordable device um, device management um, softwares you can you, know, you can get for your phone, for your laptop, to secure your to secure your laptops in uh, and your phone in such a way that it will give you an alert and it will stop any any sort of um, dodgy looking activity. Mm-hmm. And you know, like the the names that most people know are McAfee, which has a firewall, but you know, beyond the free firewall technologies, you get on computer computers usually need to pay you know three to four hundred rand a, uh, a year to have one of these on a device and these different programs will come with password um, password safes they're called and these are different play you know different online uh, systems for you to store and save your passwords in in such a way that no one's going to find them no one's going to see them and you don't need to remember about forgetting them but i think while we're at lockdown at home and we're not going out anyway now's a very good time to start getting used to changing your passwords you can put it on a on a you know magnet use a magnet to put it on your fridge at home so you can remember your new passwords as you keep changing them and now's a good time to get in the uh, in the responsible space of changing passwords and not leaving that front door to your online activity wide open. So, Elliot, in, in, in short, your advice would be don't eat bats, wash your hand and change your password. Absolutely. Change your password. Get a get a cheap um, a cheap device security program so it can save your passwords and also protect your device from different things. And, uh, you know, most people don't want to spend any money on device security. But if you think of the money that people spend on their phones, you know, pe- you know, most people will spend, you know, 10 to 12,000 rand on a phone that's going to last you maybe four years, which is quite a few thousands of rand a year. So to spend an extra three, four hundred rand a year to make sure that people can't do whatever they want on your phone without you knowing about it. You know, without them accessing your private information is a very cost effective, you know, and pretty obvious thing to do, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there we go. That's uh, Elliot Black on the issue of cybersecurity. We'll take a short break. When we come back, 
keep your ears peeled. We're going to be talking about exercise because that's obviously one of those other issues which is causing people a little bit of concern over this period. This is the New Blue Review with Benji Shulman. 101.9 KFM, Benji Shulman on the show today. And we're talking to Elliot Black, who... uh, He's from the Israeli trade office, but he's much more than that, uh, particularly if you watch his Instagram feed, because there you will get lots and lots of tips and tricks around exercise. He likes to uh, help people get more fit. It's one of his passions, and uh, that's why we also brought him on the show today, to talk about how you are flattening the curve whilst at home. Uh, Elliot, uh, is, is that something you've been doing? Has exercise been part of your regime at the moment? It has indeed. I mean... I I cannot get through a day peacefully without getting a bit of physical uh, physical exercise in. Um, it, I find it really relaxes me mentally, physically, and I feel so much more energetic and strong when I'm doing my exercise. So I'm trying really hard every day to get at least one workout in, no matter how short it might be. I, that, that's something which I think is is uh, is. Is worth talking about, right? It, it, the idea of a workout at home. You're someone who likes to go to the gym maybe every day, maybe twice a day if you're really feeling energetic. It must be uh, quite punishing to not have access to that kind of facility uh, in a period like this. Well, first of all, absolutely. I love going to the gym. I love a good gym workout. And, uh, you know, I sometimes leave my home and I come home to my family from my home at gym uh, <laughs> when I have to. And it's definitely... Um, y- a gym is is a really fantastic place to work out. While it's really encouraging being at a gym with loads of equipment, with other people who are keeping fit, with fitness instructors, you don't need a gym. In fact, you don't really need any exercise equipment whatsoever to stay fit and to get a good workout in at home. And I've been really enjoying some home workouts, actually, the last few days. So, yes. Talk to us a little bit about that. So, I'm someone who's listening to the radio at the moment. Uh, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, the last few weeks have maybe not been so great on my diet. I'm not even allowed to go jogging anymore because of Becky Taylor. Uh, so, so, what kind of things can I start to think about in terms of uh, limbering up a little bit? Well, well, first of all, I would advise everyone at home to try and get at least, to try and get at least one good sweat going a day, one good workout where you're going to break a sweat at home, because once you break a sweat, once you raise your your uh, um, your your uh, your blood pressure from getting a good workout at home, that's already a really good healthy thing to maintain good fitness. Now, first of all, when it comes to health and fitness physically, we the the saying goes that. A six pack is made in the kitchen and uncovered in the gym. So first of all, the most important thing for health and fitness that comes way before go, doing any exercise is maintaining a healthy diet. And now's a really good time to either have a really good healthy diet or a really easy time to just totally let it go while we're not going out the house and while we've got less healthy food going on at home perhaps to let that go. So before you get your exercise, and I think the most important thing is to drink lots of water and to try and get in as as many fruit and vegetables as you can into your diet. Try and push out all the other stuff using as whatever healthy ingredients you have access to while you're locked down at home. And when it comes to actually doing some exercise at home, so if you're a beginner, if you don't really know where to start, if you're not so comfortable doing the exercise thing, 
but you've suddenly realized after the first 10 days of lockdown that you know what you do usually do quite a bit of walking around during your day mm-hmm. whether it's going to the shops walking between offices or whatever it is then best thing to do is to turn on your laptop your computer or your phone go on youtube and type in home workout with no with no equipment and you'll find thousands of different interactive options for you to stand in front of your phone or your computer for, you know, you can even write the length of time you want to spend, be it 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes. And you can stand in front of your phone or computer being led by a professional through a home workout that doesn't require any equipment, that doesn't require any sort of experience. And it's going to work for all different levels. And the amount of free content that's on YouTube for home workouts is phenomenal and really, really high quality as well. You can get a really good home workout going at home to break a sweat to um to lose some of that fat to build a bit of muscle and it's going to relax you mentally it's going to relax you physically and you're going to feel stronger and you're probably going to sleep better and find you have more time in your day to actually do things from all the physical benefits of it it's a fantastic and easy easy way to get started for free at home that, that actually is uh, the, the other point I was going to ask you about, is that trifecta, right? So you spoke about nutrition uh, and you spoke about exercise, but, but actually people neglect sleep as one of the core components of, of actually making sure that the whole thing works. Oh, yeah. Sleep is a really important thing. In fact, it's become um, it's become something that primary schools are highlighting to their kids, that they say it doesn't matter how much bra- how, how many brains you have. If you don't eat, drink, and sleep healthily, you can't reach your potential. Sleep is a really, really important thing to have healthy. And when I say healthily, that doesn't mean you need much sleep. In fact, most men should only need, you know, three REM cycles, which last about 45 minutes. And most women need three to four REM cycles a night. 45 minutes, you know, that's less than six hours of sleep. And if you can, if you can, Eat and exercise properly so that you are sleeping healthily. And healthily means when you, you don't go to sleep physically and mentally exhausted. You go to sleep full with good nutrition and you allow your body to be able to repair and build itself. If you have, you know, those three or four healthy REM cycles of sleep a night, it rejuvenates and replenishes your body fantastically. And it becomes so much easier to wake up in the morning. It's become a bit of a craze or a bit of a, I don't know, a bit, a bit of um, popular fake news that it's healthy to get seven to nine hours of sleep in every day, which I don't think has any scientific basis or any truth behind it, really, because seven to nine hours is way too much. And how can you how can you finish writing your piece of history for the day with if you're sleeping for seven to nine hours of it? There's just not enough time in the day that way. You want to get some healthy, healthy sleep. You want to eat healthy, exercise healthy, so that when you sleep for your six, seven hours a night, and you shouldn't need any more than that, you wake up feeling strong and repaired and ready so for what a good kind day. Of, what kind of things can you do to make sure that you sleep better? So first of all, drinking lots of water during the day. You know, it's uh, recommended to drink at least two liters of water a day. I would say upwards of three or four, um, which is quite a lot to drink. And it keeps you very busy. Certainly gets your step counts uh, quite high when you end up running to the bathroom that much more if you're drinking an extra couple of liters of water a day. But if you drink more water, your body can use your nutrition and the healthy food you're consuming alongside that healthily. And another another tip to um, getting healthy sleep is 
first of all, having a structured bedtime and partnering that with, you know, a, a pretty standard time in the evenings or a fixed time that you're going to have your dinner and your desserts. So that a couple of, well, an hour and a half to two hours before you go to bed, before you retire for the day, you have, you give your body an extra burst of some healthy proteins and clean natural sugars or calciums, whatever it might be. Not too much that it keeps you awake, but enough that your body goes to sleep with some physical energy to repair itself. If you can do that an hour and a half to two hours before you go to sleep, after a day of drinking water and eating healthy food with a little bit of exercise, you're going to sleep so much better and you're going to find yourself waking up the next day raring to go. Well, there you go. That's uh, some very interesting advice. Uh, so uh, exercise, eat and sleep and you'll you'll do a lot better. Now, now something, Elliot which can definitely get in the way of all three of those, uh, as lovely as they are, can be children, right? Because children are not structured. They have to eat them. Oh, yes. They have to eat fed themselves. <laughs> they, they have their own timetable that's maybe not as structured as uh, you might like. Now, you've got two of these uh, children, uh, as far as I know, um, and, uh, and, and you've been looking after them at home. And I was really uh, interested in, in some of the things that you've been using to keep them entertained. Uh, so, so talk to me about that. What, what are, are some of these uh, interesting, interesting things that you've been working on with your kids? Well, the most well, important thing I do to help my day of looking after my kids so that I can find that bit of time for me to actually sit down and relax and do some of my own work beyond homeschooling them, most important thing is either before I go to bed or as soon as I wake up, write down five or six things that I want them to do each day, just so that they have a bit of structure. And I tell them what these things are. It's the first thing I do with them when they finish breakfast is I we have a little whiteboard at home and they know what they're going to be doing for their English and their Hebrew. They know what they're going to be doing for maths and learning about science and what sports they might do. If you have four or five things that you know you're going to do in a day, as your goals, as their structure, it changes their mentality and the whole pace of your day and their day as well. And I try to structure that day so that, as I said, so that you can make some extra time for yourself as well. I need some time for myself. It's an absolute full-time job looking after kids, homeschooling them. And if I can have that day and their attitude, you know, their energy structured and relaxed in such a way, that they know what's going on, that they know what to expect, and they're looking forward to certain things during the day, I find I suddenly have an extra half hour here or there where I can actually sit down and answer some of my own emails, do some of my own things. So that's the first thing, is making sure you How have a planned structure. I, I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old, and they are full of energy. They are super inquisitive, and... Quite frankly, no matter how structured or organized their day is, they still absolutely dominate and exhaust us during the days when we are homeschooling them here. In fact, dare I say it, and I think this might be the case with loads of kids, they think the coronavirus is one of the most exciting, wonderful things to have happened because without understanding much more than this, they just understand that they are at home with mum and dad with as much attention as they can get and the TV goes on whenever mum and dad get exhausted. So they think this is absolutely wonderful. So after, you know, I try and structure their day, I try and give them healthy food and break up their day with healthy snacks and drinking breaks as well so that they can do their, you know, their staple five or six activities a day. And I really try my best, and this is a really tough one, but however tough it is, the benefit is so worth it. 
given how their behavior and their learning pans out for the day. If I can avoid turning on the TV before three, four o'clock in the afternoon, Deja, you know, we all just have such a great day compared to if I, you know, give up and just turn on the TV early morning, which there's nothing wrong with because we're all, you know, we're all working as well as looking after our kids. And we've got Pesach in a few days. So we're also working, homeschooling our kids. And now we've got to get rid of every breadcrumb before Passover on Wednesday night. But um, I find those those things are really key. And then I also have a load of, you know, a load of resources and tips so that, uh, first of all, I can keep them really occupied um, with good activity during the day, but also that they can have a really good quality learning experience during the day. And I'm happy to share a few of those resources and tips with you. Yeah, so one of the things which I thought was was fascinating is is something you've been doing on the internet with a, a bunch of other people. It's called home tasking. Um, oh, and, yes. Uh, and so, so talk to us about that because I thought that's something that, that people haven't seen yet. I think it's very unusual. Okay, well, home tasking, this is a online YouTube competition, well, YouTube and Twitter competition. It's, um, it's run by two famous British comedians, Greg Davids and Aaron Horn, who are hosts of a British TV show called, um, Taskmaster. Taskmaster is a great TV show. If you haven't seen it, most of their episodes and clips are on YouTube as well. And Taskmaster is a competition in comedian Greg Davis's home where he will, for each episode, invite, uh, a few headline famous British comedians to his house where they are given a series of tasks. And of course, being a TV show, they don't really care about how well they do at this, but it turns out to be really funny, really creative, and they're all given time limits to perform certain things which are hilarious to watch back on TV. What these two comedians have done, now that we're all in lockdown, now that they're not running their Taskmaster TV show, they've started their home tasking competitions where every couple of days on YouTube, they will announce another home tasking challenge and they give you up to 30 hours to post a short video on Twitter or YouTube trying to complete this challenge at home in isolation with your family and friends, whoever you're there with. And they have been absolutely hilarious to watch back and such great fun to do with the kids. So as an example, the uh the task on the you know the video that i think you were referring to that i uh performed with my kids was they challenged everyone at home to turn their kitchens into a sports arena and to um and to remake or to create the most glorious sporting moment all in a 20 second video there are they had about 500,000 videos half a million videos posted on twitter within 30 hours as entries to this competition all hilarious to watch and great fun to take part in and just to make a short video clip on your phone they've had a load of other tasks over the last 8 days as well and uh, should be posting another today in about 25 minutes so i'm looking forward to taking part in that well, there you go. Elliot Black, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show and uh, just helping us to understand ways that uh, people can uh, survive this lockdown, not just intact, but maybe a little bit better. Thank you very much for having me on the show, Benji, and I'm wishing you a very healthy, wonderful isolation period where you and all of your listeners come out feeling healthy and stronger and improved. Thank you very much for having me here today.
Thank you so much. Chag Kosha Sameach to you and your family. And uh, maybe we'll get to chat to you again after this is all over. Looking forward. Happy Passover.